Welcome to Foundational You with Dr. Dean Hackett, the home of biblical teaching and cultural impact. We are so glad that you joined us for today's podcast. You can find out more about Dr. Dean, read his blog, and find more episodes at fdeanhackett.com. Now for today's episode. Welcome to Foundational You. I'm Dr. Dean. I'm so glad that you have joined me today for this time as we look into the concept of mocking God. Is there a way that our culture is mocking God at this time? Well, on July the 10th, 2022, so just three days ago, the Telegraph a newspaper in England reported that the Church of England has officially declared there is no clear definition of woman. There is no clear definition of woman. One year ago, on July the 1st, 2021, Breitbart News reported that the Church of England's first ever trans woman priest has declared that God is non-binary and questions whether he's genuinely just a guy. Hmm. So you can officially declare there is no clear definition of woman, but at the same time, also declare that God is non-binary or transgender or is he really genuinely just like a guy? Interesting, interesting. I, I wonder what Bible they're reading. Which Holy Scripture are they using? Or are they making things up as they go along? Because Let's make some things really, really clear, if we can, from Scripture. Jesus Christ, whom the Apostle John declared, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. Jesus Christ was clearly a man. Well, how do we know that? Well, Scripture records that on the eighth day after his birth, that he was taken to the temple and was circumcised and was named Jesus. We also know that on multiple occasions in the Holy Scripture, he's referred to as Son of God or Son of Man. When Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist, as Jesus was coming up out of the water, the Holy Spirit descended upon him in the form of a dove, and there was an audible voice from heaven declaring, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And then also on another occasion when Jesus had gone to the top of a mountain and taken with him the apostles Peter, James, and John, 
as they were on that mountain and the glory of God descended on that mountain, again, an audible voice came from heaven declaring, this is my beloved son with which I am well pleased. Listen to him. Listen to him. So the Lord Jesus Christ is clearly, is clearly a son. He's clearly a man. But interesting enough, when the Lord Jesus Christ talks about Almighty God. Now, Almighty God has declared Jesus Christ to be a man, to be a son. But then on the other hand, when the Lord Jesus Christ is talking about Almighty God, he refers to him as father, as father. In the Sermon on the Mount, when he was talking about prayer, the Lord Jesus Christ said these words, but you, when you pray, enter your closet, and when you have shut the door, pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who is in secret will reward you openly. Therefore, therefore, pray this manner, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The night Jesus Christ was betrayed by Judas Iscariot, and they had finished the, the Pesach Seder, the, the Passover meal, they were going from the upper room for Jesus to have a season of prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane. And from where the upper room was located, they had to cross the Tyrone Valley, and then across the Temple Mount, then across the Kidron Valley, and partway up the Mount of Olives. In that journey, Jesus is having another teaching time with his disciples, and it goes like this. This is recorded in John chapter 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, in my Father's house, are many mansions. It weren't, if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. Whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye'd known me, ye should have known the Father. And henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, Show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, Philip? Yet hast thou not known me? He that has seen me has seen the Father. Now, first he had said to the disciples, If you've known me, you've known the Father. Henceforth you know him, and henceforth you've seen him, and will know him. Now he's saying, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And then he goes on to say, well, how can you say then, Phil, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The, works that, the, the words that I speak, I speak not of myself, 
but he that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. That's John 14, verses 1 to 11. Now, over and over again, Jesus is referring to Almighty God as Father, as Father. As he goes on in this teaching, uh, it recorded in John 14, 15, and 16, he's continually referring to Almighty God as Father, that that he's bringing us to Father, that you'll be accepted by Father. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit, John chapter 15. And then in, in John 17, recording Jesus in his prayer, he's talking to Father. He's speaking to Father. Over and over, Jesus Christ refers to Almighty God as Father. Clearly, clearly God has chosen to identify himself as male, as male. He's chosen to identify himself as male. He's not non-binary. He's not transgender. In today's parlance, he's cisgender. He's clearly identifying as male. The Shema, hear, O Israel, the Lord thy God, the Lord is one. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength. And that one God has chosen to reveal himself in three persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, choosing to identify God as non-binary or transgender is a mockery. It's a mockery, and if not just outright blasphemy, because God has clearly revealed himself in his inerrant, infallible, holy word, the Holy Bible, the Holy Scriptures, the 66 books of the Bible. God has chosen to reveal himself in his written word. Commanded Moses to write it down. Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. And, and throughout, we have times where God spoke them. You write. Peter, writing uh, in his second epistle, talks about the writings of the Apostle Paul. He calls them scripture. Okay, It wasn't in 300 AD that these 66 books of the Bible were identified as holy scripture. Centuries before that, they were identified as Holy Scripture. And God has chosen to reveal himself through his written word, but he's also chosen to reveal himself through his living word, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so God has revealed himself in two ways, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and his written word. And in this revelation of his written word and his Son, Jesus Christ, he has revealed his image. He has revealed his character. He has revealed his nature. And we are not, as human beings, as human beings, we are not given the authority or the privilege to make God in an image that we choose. We are not given the authority or the privilege to identify God with a character or a nature 
that is societal complying, that is culturally pleasing, that that is acceptable to, to human beings. And so we get to make God into the image we want him to be. We are not given that authority or that privilege. That is why Almighty God in his first commandments is, is thou shalt have no other gods before me. You are not to take God and make him into the image that you choose to have him. God has revealed himself. He has revealed his nature. He has revealed his character. He has revealed his image. And it is that image and that image only that we worship, we serve, we love, that we give ourselves to. The one that God has revealed to us in his holy scripture and the one that he has revealed to us in the image of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ. I've often heard people say, well, you know, I worship God in my own way, and he knows that I love him. Uh, yes, that's true. He does know. He knows what you're doing. That doesn't mean he is pleased with what you're doing, or he even accepts what you're doing. And, and we, we say those things, as if, well, you know, we, we get to make that choice and, and God God will accept however we do that. No. Now, that doesn't mean God doesn't love you. He loves you. He loves you unconditionally. That doesn't mean he approves. That doesn't mean he accepts whatever kind of worship you make up your mind to do. That doesn't mean he's going to approve and accept whatever way you choose to worship him and identify him. It just means he loves you, but that doesn't mean he necessarily approves what you're doing. He has clearly revealed to us in his holy word and in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ who he is and the kind of worship that is pleasing and acceptable to him. And that is the only way we worship him. That is the only way we please him is when, one, we choose to accept that he is our heavenly father. He created us and we have been made in his image and in being made in his image, then we understand that Almighty God has chosen to reveal himself in the male image. That is his choice. He is our heavenly father, and we don't have authority to change him. We only have the privilege and the authority to humble ourselves to him and love him and worship him with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our strength. Heavenly Father wants you to accept him as your Heavenly Father and love him and worship him with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Anything less than that is mockery 
and borders on blasphemy. When you begin choosing to make God in your image, when we choose to say that God is non-binary, God is transgender, we are mocking God and we're right next door to blaspheming God. And that has no place in the heart of a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. That has no place in the heart of someone who truly is worshiping Almighty God. And so we take the Holy Scriptures and we accept that what they say is absolutely true. He's our Heavenly Father. He is Almighty God. And we worship Him and we adore Him and we love Him with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our strength. Thank you for joining me in this podcast today. Thank you for studying with me on Foundational You. Our next study is going to be the next part of the study about mocking God, where we look at, is there a clear definition of woman? Does God give us a clear definition? We're going to look at that in our next study. God bless you. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for joining us today. This Christ-centered biblical training is a ministry of Spirit Life Ministries. We hope that you are blessed by this podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. For more information or questions for Dr. Dean, please contact us at the website fdeanhackett.com.